the right atmosphere is praise. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. And today on the show, we have Jensen Franklin. And he is with us for a three-part message. And he's talking to us about living a good life, keys to living a great life, the right life, not the wrong life. And we can do that basically by praising God and keeping the right attitude. And it's a really great message and it's very encouraging because I know a lot of times we can get in these downward spirals and these funks, if you will, and these ruts and in these places where we're just stuck. And, you know, God really wants us to praise him. And that's the key to life really is to praise God even in the midst of the mundane in the midst of the hard in the midst of the difficult in the midst of the sad in the midst of the happy like to continually praise him and be thankful and have an attitude of thankfulness here's Jensen I'm going to teach you today a message on keys to living the right life because you can live your life and live it wrong, or you can live it right. And one of the keys is found in Psalms 34 to a happy life. One of the keys to a happy life is found right here. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble will hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Listen to this. It's powerful. Verse four. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fear. When you begin to magnify God, when you begin to praise God, he said, that was the key to my deliverance. He delivered me. I love what he said he delivered me from, from all my fear. And so many people are bound by fear. And everybody just look at me just a moment. I'm preaching today to you. Not just somebody out here. I'm preaching to you. How to live the right life. It starts with number one. If you're taking notes, just take some notes. You got to have the right atmosphere. What do you mean the right atmosphere in your life? You create the atmosphere and the right atmosphere in a word is praise. Have you ever noticed that emotions create atmospheres? If somebody's sad, you walk into the room and you feel that sadness. If somebody is fearful, if somebody, for example, is angry, if they're upset about something without a word being said, they project from their spirit into the atmosphere of a room, a, a negative feeling just from the anger that they possess. If somebody is, is, is afraid, that creates an atmosphere. And the way that you get God's favor on your life and you draw God's blessings into your life is God is a God who responds to atmosphere. And what atmosphere is it that he responds to? One of thanksgiving, one of gratitude, one of praise. The right atmosphere 
is praise. There's an amazing story in the Old Testament. King Saul would be diagnosed as a manic depressive. He had fits and times when darkness and depression would come on him and he would go out of his mind. And the Bible said when the evil spirits of depression troubled him and he went into the dark place of his life that he did something strange. He called for David and he said, tell that boy to bring his harp and begin to play and fill this palace with praise. And as David would play his music while that king was sitting on his throne in depression, in darkness, in, 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 the, in the sorrow of life and hopelessness. As David would play, your Bible said the evil spirits departed from Saul and he would come back to a place of, of, of peace again in his life. And all David did was fill the room with praise and it changed the atmosphere of the palace. That story is in your Bible. It says that we can change the atmosphere, even when things aren't changing yet, that you're praying about and hoping for and, and believing for, but you can control the atmosphere of your life through praise. When you understand that, you have to ask the question, what is the atmosphere of your life? What kind of people do you have around you? That's what creates the atmosphere of your life. Are they negative or are they positive? Are they faith-filled or are they fear-filled? Because the people around you create the atmosphere of your life. Not only that, what kind of music do you listen to? What kind of things do you fill your mind with? It creates the atmosphere. And God is either drawn to the atmosphere or he withdraws from certain atmospheres. And he's looking for an atmosphere of gratitude, of praise, of thankfulness. Then I want you to see something else. You've got to have the right energy source. If you're fighting the flesh issues that you're dealing with, with the flesh, you're just fighting against yourself. When, when you've got uh, problems and you've got challenges and you've got addictions and you're trying to fight the flesh with the flesh, you're going to lose because the flesh is the flesh. We don't, we don't fight in the flesh. We have to have a supernatural energy source. And the supernatural energy source of the believer is the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why the Bible talks about praying in an unknown tongue. When you pray in the Spirit, when you pray in the language that God gives, and before you get dismiss me and before you say, I don't believe in that stuff, then you don't believe in part of the Bible. Because the Bible said when we speak in 1 Corinthians 14, when we speak in an unknown tongue, we speak not unto men, but unto God. We bypass the natural mind. We bypass your opinion, anybody else's opinion. And when you pray in the Spirit, you go to God. The Apostle Paul said, I thank God I speak in tongues more than you all. Yet when I do it, I don't get up in an audience and I don't confuse people. But in my prayer life, the Apostle Paul said, I pray in the Spirit. I pray in an unknown tongue. He said, don't forbid speaking in tongues. He said that in 1 Corinthians 14, but religion will say you can't have that. Oh, it was in the upper room. 
It happened in Acts chapter 2. It happened in Acts chapter 19. It happened in Acts chapter 10. It's talked about in 1 Corinthians 14. But you can't have that now. But that's religion. I'd rather believe what God says. And when you pray in the Holy Spirit, when you pray in that unknown tongue, listen to me. It's the believer's energy source. Suddenly, the Bible put it like this, and Isaiah with stammering lips and an unknown tongue, will I speak to my people? Listen to this. And he said, it'll be a refreshing. It'll be a refreshing. It's an energy source. It's where you get your strength from. I want you to understand that the Holy Spirit not only is a person, but he has a mind to think and he has a mouth to speak. And Romans 8 said, when you don't know how to pray, the Spirit himself wants to pray through you, and he wants to pray the perfect will of God. If you pray in the perfect will of God, we know he hears us. How do you do that? You get baptized in the Holy Spirit. You get filled with the Holy Spirit. America needs to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It make you love everybody. It wouldn't be any race issues if we'll get full of the Holy Spirit. We'll love one another. We'll be for one another. We'll encourage one another. There's too much hate. There's too much flesh. We need the power of the Holy Spirit back in our lives again. He's our energy source. That was Jensen Franklin, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Jensen Franklin, Keys to Living the Right Life. You can also find out more information about him at his website, jensenfranklin.org. Hope you have a wonderful day, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.